Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Welcome to Military Network Radio. We are so happy that you've joined us today. We have a very special show, and it's about a subject most of us love and wish we had more of, and that's sleep. Very appropriately, today's show is brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. You can also buy your mattress with Affirm, which is an online payment option, giving you 0% interest for six months. Later in the show, I want to share my own very positive experience with Casper and tell you more about this obsessively engineered mattress. I love the tagline. It said, friends, don't let friends toss and turn. I am joined today by Jasambra. Don't you love that? I love that. Yeah. I, I love that. It, I think it's marvelous. So welcome and good morning to Sandra. And um, we have a very good show today. I think you like this topic as well. I do. Good morning to you, Linda. I look forward to our show today and hearing more about Casper. I love that tagline. I, I've seen some of the commercials and I, I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for better ways to get great sleep. So I, I love this topic. <laughs> so do I. And restorative sleep, keyword restorative, is one of those parts of our life we often wish we had more consistent, easier to get when under stress. And just having more of, I am probably one of the few people in the world who looks forward to daylight savings time because it means <laughs> that one night I get potentially an extra hour of sleep. Yes, more sleep. I agree. I, I, I have to have a bedtime routine, you know, that mm-hmm. I, I turn off all the social media, you know, and, and to me, that's kind of the key. I need to turn it off, but, you know, the household changes when veterans and caregivers don't get their sleep. So it's really important. It's so important, and I think that even though people know the facts about how important sleep is, they don't realize it, or they say, well, I'll catch up over the weekend. It just isn't possible to do that. One of the sobering topics, no pun intended, is that the lack of sleep is similar to driving after you've had two drinks. If you go several nights in a row without seven to eight hours of sleep, you're impaired. Oh, my goodness. Not to mention the impact of loss of sleep on mood, your mental perspective, you know, and then anxiety and depression. If, you have, if you're if you already dealing with that, I mean, I'm sure that intensifies. It, it does. And then think about traumatic brain injury. With the lack of rest, the brain gets more fatigued and sleep is when your brain heals or tries to heal. And if you can't get restorative sleep, your memory and recall are more difficult. So is your mood. Wow. And can you imagine with children in the household? You know, we already know how cranky kids can have trouble, you know, in the morning with their parents. But when they get to school with their friends, it's just going to continue. It, You know, it really does. And, and then there's the really unfortunate fact of weight gain. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to get it right around the middle with cortisol and these stress hormones. And sleep is just so vital. So we know how we have challenges. But picture our veterans, their families, their caregivers, all of us. It makes for a difficult time when you don't get the sleep. We need it. We need that sleep. 
We do. And we have a wonder, we do, I'm thinking about it right now. We have a wonderful guest with us today. We have Pamela Stokes Eggleston, military spouse and founder of Yoga to Sleep. And Pam has been on our show before. She is a true Renaissance woman with many, many years of professional and nonprofit work and caregiving for her wounded warrior husband. She now spends her time a little bit differently with veterans and their families, teaching yoga and well-being, and most important to this program, teaching how to find and maintain healthier, calmer sleep habits. Pamela, welcome back to Military Network Radio. Oh, thank you, Linda. Thank you to Sombra. I'm glad to be back. Good morning. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to, to be on the show and talk about this very important topic. You know, it's such an important topic, and I think it doesn't, readings, if you will, that it deserves. I mean, let's start, Pam, with your brief personal history of how you came to realize the critical nature of restorative sleep before and after your journey with your husband from Walter Reed. Well, before then, I, you know, thought like I was, I believe a lot of people in this country think about sleep, which is, I'll sleep when I die. Right. You know, this right. kind of narrative in our society that sleep is not that important. And, you know, I was in corporate and I've also worked um, on contracts with the government. And it was sort of this badge of honor to say I've been working on four hours of sleep and I'm still working at 120 percent capacity. And I kind of fell into that uh, prior to. Um, the sleep deprivation issues that come along with PTSD and TBI with my husband. So I was kind of one of those people that thought you really didn't need sleep, even though I've always, always loved, loves, for the most part, loved sleep. (laughs) For the most part, you know, when you're five and you're fighting the naps, you're fighting the naps at five, that doesn't count. Right. 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 But but when I was in high school, I mean, I loved to sleep in college. I was taking, people were like, why is she always sleeping? I would just take (laughs) naps and I just, I really have a love affair with, with naps and with sleep. And so that kind of, through my journey with my husband and his um, issues as a wounded warrior and sleep deprivation was definitely at the top of that. Um, when you have PTSD, as, as you both know, relaxation comes very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Anxiety and stress, heart rate, everything's up because really, the sympathetic nervous system is really active and there's no balance between parasympathetic and sympathetic. There's no balance between Mm -hmm. the fight or flight response or the rest and digest response. Mm -hmm. And so you're always in fight, 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 fight. And, and you bring all of that energy to the caregiver, to your families, to the kids in the household to somebody, as you mentioned earlier, is affected by all of that hypervigilant energy. And it's very hard to come down from that to get really sound and restful sleep. So I, yeah, I experienced that sleep deprivation right along with my husband. I was on Ambien for, for a period of time um, because I had to function. I was working a, a corporate job. I had to get up and go to work and take care of him. And I had to figure out a way to get to sleep for me. And I, and I've worked with some people that are, uh, currently taking Ambien or, or some type of uh, sleep medication, I couldn't stay on it because it wasn't, it wasn't the deep like REM4 right. Delta sleep that I need. I, I felt like I wasn't getting that. 
And I'd wake up and I'd feel like, okay, I know I was asleep, but I didn't feel completely rested. Maybe I Mm -hmm. felt like 75 or 80% rested, right? So it was that kind of battle and that turning point where I knew yoga worked because I had been practicing for several years at that point to turn back to something that I knew was more holistic that might take longer than a pill, but that overall would be something I could I could filter into my life slowly but surely. So, yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just listening in it about the sleep. I totally get that, too. You're right with the PTSD. What about the secondary PTSD effects on the family? Yeah, that's really, well, it's, you know, to some degree, that's kind of a hard I think construct, I I don't even know if folks have really fully understood what that is. And I actually first learned that term from Linda. And oh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how long. It's because I experienced it. And so right. I, I share. Right. And it was, and I was like, that's what's going, like you need a name for what you know you're going through. And indirectly, I'm like, why am I having this sleep deprivation? Why am I on edge? Why, you know, I'm asking mm-hmm. all of these questions, and that's exactly what. It, and it was just like, oh, the angels were singing, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Once I realized that's what it was, and sleep is at the forefront of that. So, if my husband was definitely dealing with sleep issues, um, profoundly, he still has sleep issues, but they're very, they're, they're not half as bad as they were when he first got back from 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 Iraq. So. Subsequently, yeah, I'm dealing with secondary PTS. It's it's a it's a management process. It's it's something that I manage and I'm progressing through. Uh, I sleep ten times better when he's on a golf tour. He's doing, <laughs> you know. Let's keep right. it, I'm keeping it real, you know. And I and he's like, you you miss? Do you miss me when I'm gone? I'm like, it's really about I get sound sleep. And I know that we both kind of have our idiosyncrasies where I toss and he's turning, but. It's just, it's really, I, I feel like, ha, huh, you know, I can rest fully. And I've done a lot of work around that with him, too. So you know, I think it's important to know that secondary PTS, if there are any caregivers listening, that if you're sleep deprived, there's help for you. You can do something about it. That's brilliant. Because I was just going to bring up, and I didn't mean to cut you off, I think it so heavily impacts the communication in the family. When you're tired, you mm-hmm. are shorter tempered, you maybe give quick responses that aren't quite as measured as you would like them to be. And let's face it, a stressed out, sleep deprived household is not always the happiest household. It's not a happy household. No, no. All that energy, all that firing of neurons and you're, you can't be coming from a place of, of, kindness and compassion for most of the time if you're really on edge and and you're not being compassionate to yourself with the sleep that you need right Mm -hmm. (laughs) right you need to this is an act of self-love and compassion I mean it really is when you get enough sleep and you know people don't realize that sleep is just as important as breathing and hydrating right. right 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 you have to sleep you have to hydrate you have to eat good foods and all of them feed off of the the other so yeah but one seems to fall by the wayside and it tends to be sleep and you know if you start to have problems with sleeping sometimes you begin to dread 
even going to bed. And with our vets, that can be even more particular because they may have nightmares or night terrors or be concerned about them. Mm -hmm. And it can get to be a very vicious cycle in terms of not being able to rest or will I rest tonight? Will there be a a reenactment of one of my traumatic episodes? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a difficult problem to do. We are coming up on a short break. And afterward, let's talk more about how we work toward a good sleep hygiene. I think that's a really important thing to work toward. You are listening to Military Network Radio, and we'll be back after these short messages. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Here are some tips from the popular UK internet site, BuzzFeed, to help make your life a little more fun. Next time you catch a cold, try adding a touch of magic by holding a handful of glitter in front of your mouth just before you sneeze. By the way, here's a word coined by a Canadian disc jockey for that feeling you get just before you sneeze. Anticipation. Hey, slang is just language with its sleeves rolled up. The actual medical term for sneezing is sternutation. Here's a suggestion from one expert for making a cell phone last longer. You can double the battery life of your cell phone by simply putting the darn thing down. Well, that's plain old rumble gumption, which is another word for common sense. Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We are talking about sleep, more sleep, with Pamela Stokes Eggleston. And Pam, let's talk about how do you begin to set a good sleep hygiene protocol, if you will, before you go to bed. Something that tells your body or signals your body or many things, signals your body that it's time now to let go of the day and to move into sleep. Because I know that that has been effective for many people. Yeah, and that's because people don't know about circadian rhythms mm-hmm. and 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 lighting and how that has an effect on us. So when the sun comes up, you know, we, we rise with the sun mm-hmm. generally. Um, if we have to get up earlier, then we have an alarm clock because it's harder for us to get up early unless we've got um, years of getting up in the dark behind us. Mm-hmm. But even then, you need some help, right? So when mm-hmm. you go to bed and the sun goes down, you really should be winding down with that. And what happens with us? We have our TVs on, our laptops on. We've got our phones in front of us. We've got all the possible <laughs> lights we could have on in our house on, True. right? 
And we even during the time that we get into bed, we take the laptop with us. We take the phone with us. We have our flat screen TVs in the room. I'm guilty of all of this. So this, this, <laughs> you know, there's no judgment. What we can start doing is taking, I believe, um, a good, better, best approach to, to getting a sleep hygiene set for ourselves. And the first thing is to start turning off the blue light in the room. This is mm-hmm. very hard for people. And the blue light is the TV. Mm-hmm. Is the laptop is the phone. Everyone thinks they need the phone, but I'm old enough to remember a time where you don't really need the phone on. <laughs> right. Okay. So am I. You know, so it, it's really not that imperative that you check your Facebook at, you know, quarter to 11 at night. I mean, <laughs> so you mm. really have to get your priorities straight. The other thing, so a slower approach to that is, okay, if I need to be on my laptop, can I get these, um, can I get something special that would help me? And there's one program called Flux that you can, it's a, it's a free software that you can download to your computer that actually changes the blue light of your computer to something softer as the sun sets in your region of the country. So mm-hmm. I use it. I generally use that on my laptop because I'm on that mostly. And it, it does kind of, it does something. It's a slight change. It's a softening of the blue light and it gets like this yellowish hue, but it helps. It's one of the things that you can do to help you slowly come down. You know, you know, it's so funny that you say that because I actually bought these yellow glasses that you wear at night. If you're reading off an iPad or a Kindle, Mm -hmm. something like that. And it does make a difference when you don't do that. And did you know the iPhone now has a setting that will allow you to put on that different lighting within certain hours? My phone is set that way. Me too. Me too. I have to set mine then. I guess I'm I'm behind the time here. (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. (laughs) But that's but that's a slower. You know, that's a way to start doing something, especially if you have to do some work after. I mean, it's getting dark earlier. With with the fallback time. So, you know, you want to do something that can help you slowly, your body slowly get into a pattern of I'm now slowly going to relax, you know, over the course of the next few hours. What I would also recommend is not eating so late. And I know for a lot of families that that's really you know, difficult and we're eating at eight, nine, ten o'clock and wonder why we can't get to sleep because your body's digesting food and it's digesting throughout sleep too. But you know, you really don't want to go to bed on a completely full stomach like that. And and you also don't want that extra weight gain. (laughs) Right. Right. If you, if you you went to, um, to bed that early, the other thing I would do is to take a not hot, but a warm bath or a warm shower, uh, maybe an hour or so before you go to bed. And then, you know, do something that's just really take a mindfulness approach to taking uh, that bath or, or shower. So you're in water and just kind of pause and enjoy the water and its warmth as you bathe and then come out of that. Um, and then go to bed. So those are just, uh, I have many, many more, uh, <laughs> hygiene tips that we can start with, but also have a, just a nighttime ritual of what you do to get prepared for bed. So that might be some people wear like too many clothes or wear like yoga clothes and stuff to bed. No, get pajamas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get pajamas don't wear the yoga clothes to bed or and here's one that people may not want to do sleep with nothing on mm-hmm. naked if you're married your spouse will love you for it right? <laughs> 
You know, you want your body to be a little bit cool before you go right. to You don't want that room to be like 70 degrees. You want a little bit of coolness so that your body can calibrate. And that really helps you stay into deep sleep once you get into it. So, <laughs> you, you know, but you're right about setting up a routine because if you yeah. get into the habit, then it's, you know, I, I, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, I take a shower, you know, I, and you, you get yourself slowed down. You said you have a couple more. What are they? I'm curious. Well, they, what they are is I am all about um, diffusing mm. and I'm all about aromatherapy. And this time of the year when it's winter time, you need more moisture in the air. And a lot of people just kind of deal with the dryness, uh, but you can get a humidifier. I suggest getting a diffuser. Go to Amazon, get a diffuser and put essential oils in it that are going to help you relax. Uh, you can get Yang Yang. You can get Roman Chamomile. My favorite as Linda knows, is lavender. And to Summer mm-hmm. knows that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But it's, it's <laughs> lavender and you just put a few drops in with water and you diffuse and as a nice mist that comes out. So you get the added uh, benefit of having moisture in the air during this time of the year and lavender in the air. So, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's funny because some very good therapists use lavender or aromatherapy in general, whatever scent mm-hmm. helps other people, in treatment of PTSD. Absolutely. It, it is so, it's strong. It's a, it's a mood enhancer. It, I use it in my privates with the um, veterans that I see privately. Mm-hmm. I use aromatherapy and I use um, a mixture because some people are allergic to lavender, but I really actually think that that allergy is lavender and not real lavender. That's my mm-hmm. personal opinion. Um, and I may use a chamomile. I may use a bergamot. Um, I may use uh, Yang Yang or some or some combination of that, um, d- different oils that I know will help. A uh, Vevitor is also a good um, essential oil to use um, when you're trying to enhance mood or um, foster relaxation. So I definitely use aromatherapy. Um, I've been inv- I, I love aromatherapy. I've actually been working with essential oils for years, and uh, I use that in my practice. So absolutely, absolutely. That's good. So, Pam, you're talking about all the nighttime rituals, but I keep thinking about the naps during the day. Are they really that bad for you to sleep during the day? Does it make it that much more difficult to sleep at night? It depends. If you sleep like I've had naps where I've slept for two hours (laughs) (laughs) because I was tired and I didn't want to get up. And, yeah, when you sleep like two, two and a half hours during the day, it's it's hard to get to sleep at night because you slept that whole time. And so what what you might want to do is try to keep that nap to a half an hour. Okay. And just if you have to set your, you know, iPhone to wake you up in a half an hour, then do that. It even benefits you if you lay down and you relax for a half an hour and mm-hmm. you couldn't get to sleep and you get up. It's still a benefit because you relaxed in that half hour. Even if you're saying, okay. wow, I laid down, I couldn't get to sleep and it was 20, 25 minutes, but now I have to get up because the kids are coming home from school. It still benefits you. So I, my opinion about naps is this, not to, they're nice. But you want to get the full seven to nine hours of sleep. And I know your listeners are going to have like, I don't remember the last time I got nine hours of sleep. <laughs> right. But isn't it true that if you can get to that, sometimes you, I, I'm a terrible napper. But I can sometimes sit down and rest enough to get to that twitchy stage. Right. Which is 
you wake up refreshed from that. You haven't yeah. really fallen asleep, yes. but your body has let go a little bit. So it's better than nothing. Is that correct? It's absolutely better than nothing. And if you feel, if you have the time and you've made that time to just sit and relax and you get the twitchy feeling, which is really you're falling asleep and you're waking yourself up like, correct. oh, I'm asleep, you know, um, then that's better than nothing. And that's your body really saying, oh, thank you, you know, for this, <laughs> for this sleep that you needed. <laughs> You know, because I think people a lot of times depend on naps. They think they can make sleep up. And generally mm-hmm. between day to day, you you might be able to do that. But anything over two or three days, you're not going to make sleep up. If you've been in a sleep deficit for, you know, five, seven or longer days, you're not going to make you you're not making that sleep up. So just get to bed and so, try to get to sleep. Now, I have to ask this question, though. So if you're on a sleep schedule, they usually say. Okay, comes to the weekend, don't sleep in. You need to yeah. stay on your regular sleep schedule. I do find that one hard, and I break that one. Yeah. I'm guilty, too. Me, too. <laughs> all, all three. <laughs> okay. I was just curious because it, it makes sense, but there's just something so luxurious about allowing yourself to relax a little more fully. Yeah, I don't – that's true. They tell you to keep the same schedule, and there's, there's research behind that, and you probably should. I mean, I have broken that rule. Because I feel like if I'm getting up at six o'clock every day and the weekend comes and I want to sleep till seven thirty, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to let my body sleep till seven thirty. I'm not going to, you know, I have that time, that extra time to sleep. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe I'm a little off kilter like Sunday night, Monday, but I get back into it after. So I get back into my routine of sleep and, and my schedule afterwards. So let's start with one other piece and that's breathing. Because I know that's a big important part that we'll talk about more the next break. But talk about breathing and being still and mindfulness. Mindfulness is so important throughout the day to get better sleep at night. And what mindfulness really means in, in, in all of its simplicity is being present in the moment of what you're doing. So right now, I'm not doing anything else. I'm being present in the moment of speaking on military network radio with Linda and Tosumbra. I am present in this process of us talking about sleep. I'm not doing, you know, 500 other things that takes me away from being fully present with people that I'm talking about with this pat, with this, uh, topic that I'm passionate about, right? So mm-hmm. it's all about when you're washing dishes, being present in that. Feeling the suds, allowing the water to run over your hands if you actually wash dishes by hand, which I do sometimes because I do yeah, too. I practice mm-hmm. mindfulness. Um, cooking, being mindful in that. Even the, the things that you don't like doing, I really don't like washing dishes, but I've learned to like it better when I'm mindful in that space. Sweeping the floor, anything, being with your kids, don't check your phone all the time, you know. So mindfulness is kind of like just no multitasking. Focusing on one thing. Um, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes okay. No. Yeah. We, we can yeah. we can elaborate a little bit more about that later on. But you know, the being present thing is so hard for everyone to do. This is a world that doesn't stop multitasking, and we right. will talk more about how to calm our minds and our. After our next short break, we'll talk to you in just a few minutes. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
first item ever sold on eBay? Believe it or not, it was a broken laser pointer sold in September 1995 for $14.83. The founder of eBay asked the buyer if he knew the laser pointer was broken when he bought it. The owner simply said, I'm a collector of broken laser pointers. Seems pointless to me, but this seemingly worthless item was a bellwether of merchandise to follow. Here are some Jiku Jets or other unnecessary items that have been sold on eBay. Some Goostrum noodles will buy anything, even a cornflake. Yes, a cornflake shaped like the state of Illinois, sold for about $1,350. What was one of the most expensive eBay.com purchases? A $140 million yacht. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. With the holidays upon us, you not only need to trim the tree, you need to trim the calories from your favorite holiday foods. It's so easy to pop something in your mouth without even thinking about it. Did you know that one cup of eggnog has over 400 calories? Did you realize that a piece of pecan pie has 500 calories? It's true. But before you get discouraged and feel like a Scrooge, remember that there are good choices available at holiday dinners that will not disrupt your healthy eating. Four ounces of turkey breast has only 212 calories. Ham is another good choice with 133 calories for 3.5 ounces. Vegetables are always your best bet. Make sure they're not swimming in butter or cream. Stick primarily with vegetables, have a small taste of everything else, and don't go back for seconds. Enjoy your holiday meal and the gift of family and friends. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, where we are discussing the important value of sleep to health and well-being with Pamela Stokes Eggleston. You may remember at the beginning of this show, I said I'd share more about my experience with our show sponsor, Casper. And I will tell you first that I'm a huge fan of online shopping. And it was a complete hoot to receive a queen-size mattress on my front step. Oh, my God. So it came like a gift, a present on your front step. Was it, it like, was marvelous. I, was it I, a huge box? I mean, like, what was that like? <laughs> it was a big box. <laughs> and it was it really was large. But I could lift it. And I'm barely five feet tall. My my concern was if I opened it, was it going to be like a fun sort of <laughs> I Love Lucy? Because I didn't really understand how it was going to make itself into a mattress size shape because clearly the box had it compressed. So I took it out and it was all tightly rolled and wrapped. And when I took off the wrapping, it just calmly filled itself and inflated <laughs> to the queen size shape and size. It was so cool. So I, I rolled right onto the bed and then I laughed out loud because A, it was comfortable, but B, I am not a fan of trying out mattresses in a store because I can't tell the difference in the store, but I can in my home. So it was terrific and was very comfortable. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you really liked it. I did. I loved it. It was very, very comfortable. It wasn't too squishy and it wasn't too firm. really like is it's also breathable and it's cool so it helps to keep your body temperature even through the night so it doesn't wake you up right? oh 
Right. So it keeps you cool at night. Now I get cold at night, but my husband, he's always like burning up. So this would be great because I could tell him, you know, you don't have to sleep in the guest bedroom. We could sleep together. And you could stay cool. <laughs> I can get underneath the covers and be warm. I like that. I like yeah, that. I think that you might be able to find that happy medium there. And the other funny thing is most of us don't replace our mattress frequently enough. Do you know what the average time you're supposed to replace a mattress is? No, I wouldn't it's even know. nine to 10 years. And I, I have kept mattresses for a lot longer than that before. Yeah. So I, it's just good to know, but this was such an easy way to get a mattress. So if you're interested, you go and to have a Casper mattress sent directly to you, you just go to casper.com forward slash Linda. And once there, you choose pay with a firm, which is that online payment option at the mm-hmm. checkout which allows you to finance over six months with flexible monthly payments and 0% interest. There are no hidden fees or surprises because I'm not a person who really likes a lot of surprises. Right. So 0% means 0% and you can try it for 100 days. If 100 days? Reasons, 100 wow. days. That's a long That's awesome. time. That is. It is. And if you don't like it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. But I know you'll love it. So that's casper.com forward slash Linda and let us know how you like your Casper. That's awesome. I got to get on there and try it out. And you said pay with the firm, which is like just as many of those online platforms that they have that you can pay to make it easy. I, I really like it. I'm, I'm kind of sold on the hundred days to try it out. So if you, I want to see the box. I should have taken a picture of the box on the front step. <laughs> yeah, that it was, it was really very fun. It was very fun. But we'll come back to the tagline of friends don't let friends toss and turn. So there you go. <laughs> I loved it. So, yeah, sleep is so vital to health and well-being. But yeah. when we had a conversation last week prior to the show, you said something that I found very intriguing, and I think our listeners will as well. You said sleep is sexy. Tell our listeners what you mean by that. Well, what I mean is many things. One of them is, and everyone's heard of this construct of beauty sleep, Right. So at the same time, we know, okay, we may say we don't want to go to bed on time or we don't want to get the seven to nine hours of sleep that are recommended. And then you put it into a construct of beauty sleep and how you could look 10 times better by getting the adequate amount of sleep. Then people start to say, hmm, maybe I want some more of the sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I could get a little bit of it. The thing about sleep is it's sexy. Because it does affect your beauty, it does affect your health and wellness, mm-hmm. and it's free. It's Ooh, free. Never thought of that. You're yeah. right. It's free. It's and we free. all love something for free. You love something for free. When you yes. come home, you can do it for free. Now, you can go to a hotel and pay to sleep in, you know, if you need that break. But generally, you can do it when you, when your body decides you need to do it. And so the sexy part of that is needing to understand what your body is really desiring and asking for and needing. And as you get that, as you practice something um, like yoga or some other wellness or uh, complementary um, uh, therapy, you'll you'll be coming into your body more and you'll understand more importantly how sleep affects you in a way that can make you radiate beauty and radiate um, confidence and radiate uh, sexiness because you're living it. 
So mm-hmm. you're walking around. It's gonna. Look, you won't. You won't have uh, flesh skin. You'll. You'll actually look refreshed. And when you look refreshed, you look sexy. I mean, that's that's a know, fact. It's a fact. I mean, that's <laughs> you know, all of these things go together. All of these kind of wellness things. These you know, as we're sleeping, as as you do um, these things with beauty sleep. Um, so I. The other thing that I is tied to sleep hygiene, but also helps with the beauty sleep is wearing an eye mask because a lot of people don't have, you know, full on black curtains that they can, you know, put over their window or though that's an option too. But then you keep the, if you get a silk eye mask, you kind of keep the wrinkles at bay while you're sleeping. So yeah. Okay. Sleep is the easiest way to bring sexy back. It yes. Is. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it absolutely is. It absolutely is. So yeah, I mean, among other things, it's going to help you um, sleep uh, while you're sleeping. Your food digests, so you start eating differently. Um, I, I mean, I'm at the point now where my I can actually hear my body, my stomach, and my food digesting while I'm sleeping. And my husband's like, "Are you okay?" Because sometimes it's loud. Like, are you are you okay? <laughs> You know, it's like making this, and I'm like, that's my, that's my body doing its work. And he can hear it while I'm saying, I'm like, that's my body working. That's my body working, you know, and it depends on what I've had. If it's been really, really healthy, good, or really, really not so good. Um, but that's what your, your sleep is repair mode. Your yes. sleep is, is a restorative mode that your body goes into. And it's also a releasing mode. So it's, it's really important. You know, as you're teaching veterans, Pam, because I know that's what you're doing now, you've got privates and you also teach groups of veterans, yoga and breathing and stillness. How is there ever resistance to the breathing exercises or something seems a little hokey? Do you have to go into this a little differently given your audience? Absolutely. Um, I don't have to do that as much as you would think, though, because I think with um, yoga and veterans and when I was first in this space, uh, it was a little bit more difficult. But as I meet more and more people in this field and I've been involved with some wonderful yoga for veterans projects, I think that the idea of yoga with veterans has expanded because there's been research. Mm-hmm. With um, working with yoga, uh, PTSD, and and or TBI, um, in terms of veterans, there have been studies um, that uh, have been promising uh, around yoga and meditation or mindfulness with this population. So it hasn't been so much so <clears throat> a problem where I would be like getting frustrated or I'd say, "Oh, I don't want to do this anymore." I think. I explain to people when they come into, especially a group, um, that I may say at the end of the class, namaste, which simply means the light in me sees the light in you. And Mm -hmm. one of my mentors says, the light in me sees the light in you, nothing creepy. And she ends with that and people (laughs) but you get, you kind of understand because some of the older vets do think it's kind of a hippie thing where you're doing this yoga and they don't they don't really get it. And why are we breathing and why are we even concentrating on the breath? And so I have to explain to them that you, especially for a lot of folks dealing with PTSD, they're shallow breathers. Mm -hmm. So they're breathing, they're not breathing fully through the diaphragm and the lungs and the chest, but they're just kind of breathing like at the base of their throat. And they're just, so their breath is real short and you can tell because they're talking that way. So they're talking Hmm. very short, you know, like this and, 
Oh, I'm just talking, you know, so you can tell how a person breathes. You can tell if they're, if you're living with uh, a veteran who's got sleep apnea or he's got some other issues that he's not breathing into his full capacity and working with yoga and, and breath work will help them overcome some of those issues and really learn how to breathe fully into their bodies. Well, you know, it's interesting in SEAL training, they teach them how to do the box breathing, the slow yeah. breathing, because it lowers the heart rate. It calms. Right. And if it works for SEALs, it can work for all of us. It works for anybody. Yes. It mm-hmm. does. And, you know, I think the other thing you're hitting on here is wellness is about the body, the mind, and the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so this tends to hit each of those legs of the stool, if you will. And, and that's important. That's really critical. I mean, I think that without it being something that you have to do or force, you know, or change, you know, whatever your spiritual practice is or change working out at the gym, this is an adjunct. You can add this to it. The people that are working in the space of yoga with veterans do not say that this is a cure-all because Mm -hmm. it isn't. But what this does is can help add. It's an adjunct. It is complementary to something that you may be doing. And it's really important, and, and it's shown to be extremely beneficial with this population. It has also f- profound benefits with caregivers, as as you know, Linda. Amen. I right. In in groups, and I actually have one caregiver that's coming to me privately. That's it's been amazing to work with them and and use these tools to help them. So, especially with the sleep hold, everybody's dealing with sleep issues, everyone. And so most of my folks come to me, they're like, I need better sleep. And I have (laughs) getting, I I really work with them to get better sleep. I'm like, you need to change this in your house. I mean, it's the whole gamut. It's body, mind, spirit, like you said. And so I'd love to, after we're coming up on another break, talk when we come back about how we've talked about there, you've surprised some people, some vets in particular, who came to your classes and weren't quite sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we can share what they experienced, it will make others perhaps more willing to give something a try because I think almost anything, we would do anything to get better sleep. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the hippie creepy, as you mentioned before. <laughs> this is really something very simple and elemental, very mm-hmm. fundamental to health and well-being. And that's really important. So we will talk more about the body, mind, and the spirit after our short break. And learn more about specifically working with veterans with yoga and breathing. You're listening to Military Network Radio, and we'll be back after these short messages. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Women Voters reminds you that on Election Day, we are all equal. Please join your friends and neighbors by registering to vote and going to the polls November 8th. Visit www.vote411.org to find out who will be on your ballot and how the voting process works in your community. This election is about our future. And we all need to weigh in. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. 
So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We're continuing our discussion about sleep with Pamela Stokes Eggleston. Pam, I know that while veterans very well accept yoga and breathing and mindfulness now, years ago when you began this, and even still now with some new groups, you get some resistance, and then you turn them around in a class or a series of classes, and they're so surprised. Can you share some of those stories with us, how they came to love what they saw as the results of just changing one aspect of their life? Absolutely. Well, there's a couple of issues surrounding that, and one of them is the belief of what yoga is for somebody, right? So some people think it's a religion. Some people think that they have to... Um, you know, practice a certain religion or not to do yoga. And that has nothing to do with anything. And so I explain to people um, when they talk about, I can't do something. I can't do yoga. Mm-hmm. And this is generally, you know, I'm going to just say it. It's a lot of men. I'm, 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 I'm not flexible, so I can't do yoga. And if they're veterans, I'm, well, I'm, I can't do this yoga. I can't do all this breathing stuff. And I'm, but if you have done... <laughs> What my husband done, which was a sniper, he had to what? Get still mm-hmm. in the moment to do what he did. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you can practice that, any yoga is for everybody and for every body, right? So right. that, that's kind of where I am. But one of the things I say when people are grappling with the, um, the spirit piece of the body, mind, spirit is say, uh, what I often say to people when they say, I can't meditate or get still or be mindful. And I say, can you pray? And they say, yes. I said, uh, prayers when you talk to God, meditations when you listen to God. Nice. Okay. Um, I didn't make that up. I can't take credit for it, but that's what it means to me. And I really, that quote um, resonates with me. And so that's kind of how I approach it. And you can see, oh, people get that. People get it. And when people say, well, I'm not flexible in yoga, um, and it's veterans, it's men, male veterans, I said, this is why you do yoga, to get flexible through your body and then subsequently your mind. And then perhaps your spirit gets a little bit more flexible, a little bit more malleable. So mm-hmm. you, what happens is acceptance, complete acceptance. So if you were closed off, yoga helps you open up a little bit in, in ways, yes, physically um, you'll see those um, effects immediately, but also mentally and physically. And that's why it you um, it helps with PTSD and anxiety and stress. It You know, these detrimental effects of memory and cognition issues and mood changes uh, get uh, addressed with a with a, stand, a regular yoga practice. So 
And then I always bring it back to some of my male vets because I can joke with them. Always bring it back to uh, the sleep is sexy issue. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> we gotta make it relatable, right? You, you know, make it relatable. relatable. And so I think, <laughs> I say, you know, Sting. I say, you know, um, that guy that sings in Maroon Five. I said, you know, these guys, these men, they're they're teaching. I mean, they're taking yoga. They practice. And I said, you see, their their spouses are happy, right? You see, they they have happy spouses. <laughs> And, and, you know, and I say, you know what? And they weren't flexible when they started, but oh boy, I can tell you that you, you know, they have their wives walking around smiling because they've learned <laughs> how to be flexible. You get people's attention, you know? Yes. <laughs> you get people's attention. It. And they're like, oh, wait, maybe I'll come in and do. And then I, I may say, well, my husband comes to some of my classes, or I've had men in my classes, or I have men that come for private. So it's how you approach. And usually I have to, I, I go there to the sleep is sexy angle to summarize. I just kind of grow over there like a uh, sting practices yoga. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> you, you got to stick with what works. You got to stick right. with what works. Right. And do you find where, cause you said you have like a statement that you, that you use. So is repeating a statement or a mantra, does that, does that help with the acceptance? Do they come up with their own, you know, I would probably use a sleep is sexy too. I have to admit, I probably. Well, <laughs> well, if you're in meditation and use a mantra, it can be helpful because it's it's an anchor for what you're doing in the meditation as you're okay. as you're seated or lying down. So mantra, uh, an affirmation is really, um, you know, or any type of uh, sankalpa or affirmation is really good when you're uh, practicing yoga. But if you don't really get into that and you don't know what that is, we start with the breath. So the anchor could just be I'm sitting here and I'm noticing my breath. That could be the foundation of your entire practice. And that is perfectly fine because we want people to pay attention to their breath. I think everyone wants to jump into, oh, I want to meditate. Oh, I want to be mindful. Oh, I have to sit still. Oh, I have to do this. And and really, <laughs> let's start with noticing yourself in your body and noticing the breath within the body. Let's start there. And then, and then maybe we end there. I mean, and that's fine, you know. It's so funny because I had heard a statement that said people breathe like they live, short and shallow. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love that because that's so true. And if you live like that and if you're living short and shallow, you can't be mindful in the stuff you're doing. You can't, it, it's, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you're not mindful in the stuff you're doing, it's going to go back to our sleep you know, issue. It's it's always going to affect sleep. These things always affect sleep. But if you can be in the present moment, you know, I have this shirt that I wear often that says, be here now. And people look at it and they're looking at me like, what What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, be here now. You're looking at my shirt right now in this moment. You know, and you're thinking about this, whatever my shirt's saying in this moment, be here now. Don't be here and then there and then somewhere else and then everywhere. Because you can't, because that chaos is is created, and you can't right. get good sleep in a chaotic environment. And if that environment is you, then it affects your sleep, right? So it always goes back to affecting your sleep, affect, affecting how you retire for the evening to get sound and restful sleep that night. You know, but you said it at the beginning of the show, and I think it's extremely important. You prepare throughout your day. So mm-hmm. that you are not just, oh my gosh, what time is it now? I need to start my one through seven plan to go to sleep. <laughs> right. If you right. do that, that sort of defeats the purpose. But it is a matter of being mindful and in each moment, which will make you a happier person 
in general. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I wanted to add one comment that you had made about um, the vets and some of the resistance. I do know that you've attracted a number of people when you told them that it made your husband's golf game better. Yeah, yeah, I did. I forgot about that, Linda. Thank you. I yeah, it approved his golf game because. Even with golf, there is mindfulness in golf. Um, Deepak Chopra says golf is the most spiritual sport. And I figured out why when I did a little bit. Um, I don't really play, but when I did a <laughs> clinic with, with and I, I went out to the clinic and I said, oh, this is all about stillness because you have to pay attention mm-hmm. to the ball and stillness. First of all, you're outdoors. That's right. If you can get outdoors every day, that's another thing I would add to my sleep is sexy thing and sleep hygiene is get outdoors. But then you get still with the white ball and then you hit it. You cannot your mind cannot be anywhere else. You cannot be thinking about a grocery list when you hit that ball. And and that's how you should take um, the, the meditation or mindfulness practice. So golf is moving meditation in that way. And that's what's really um, you know, got Charles to kind of come to yoga and it does improve your golf game because you may do some twists and some other poses that could help improve your golf game. Um, it's just, you know, really, really something that I think more people have gravitated towards. So I have used that. I have used that and it helps other sports too. So, right. It does. Have you seen a greater move toward acceptance and use in the VA of yoga and breathing and, um, something else we haven't mentioned that we probably should, which I absolutely love, is yoga nidra. Are you yeah. seeing a greater acceptance of this as an alternative or a complementary um, therapy? Yes, and a lot of VAs around the country are using uh, yoga nidra um, mm-hmm. to, you know, they have yoga nidra classes. So there is an acceptance um, with with these practices. And for your listeners, yoga nidra means yogic sleep. So it's a guided practice that you do laying down. And someone just, you go through um, breath work, body scan, visual imagery in, in a certain order to help you get rest and relaxation. And the research says about yoga nidra with um, that one hour of yoga nidra equals four hours of sleep. And some people say five, but I'm hearing oh, wow. four hours of sleep. So if you can have a yoga nidra practice, you can... You you get rest and a lot of vets just fall asleep. So they don't stay in that sweet spot of consciousness and wake, you know, they're, they they just pass out because they're tired. So Mm -hmm. it's okay for them to fall asleep because your body needs to sleep. Right. So, but isn't it also a way to fall back asleep if you've awakened and if you have something that you can tap on your phone or, you know, you, I know you have some on YouTube. Um, Those are the kinds of things that you can tap into on your own as self care, right? Absolutely. And I actually did um, uh, some meditations with Gaim uh, has a a Mm -hmm. uh, meditation app called Meditation Studio. And I did uh, several um, military families um, meditations with them. And I did one specifically for caregivers. And uh, uh, I've just recently completed some sleep meditations, one of which is a yoga nidra uh, meditation. So and, and they requested that I come back. So I guess they my other ones are well received, but it's important. So you could just listen to an app and just slowly, you know, go back to sleep and try to get some more rest that way and listening to a yoga nidra um, guided practice. So absolutely. I, you know, I find it so helpful to make you aware of your body and your breathing and your eyes are closed and it's a wonderful relaxation technique. So I often wake up in the middle of the night and yes. it's a very easy way 
to train, it's again sleep hygiene, to train your body to do that. We have just a few minutes left. I want to make sure that our listeners know where to find out more information and also share some, I know you have a book that you've done for practitioners and you've contributed to. So can you tell us more about that? Yes. So uh, last year I was invited to the Omega Institute to uh, pull together a, a white paper, a book called Yoga um, best Practices for Yoga with Veterans. And so mm-hmm. that book is now out on Amazon, Best Practices for Yoga with Veterans through the Yoga Surface Council and the Omega Institute. And I was um, a contributing editor of the book, and I'm really proud of the work um, that I did with that. And that's for yoga teachers, people in this space, people that want to help veterans, the VA hospitals, um, any other uh, military installations that want to use these yoga practices uh, to work with veterans. Um, so I would hope that that some of your listeners would be interested in the book uh, as well. So I, I continue my work with um, nonprofits, um, working with uh, caregivers and yoga and using mindfulness practices and wellness practices to help them get better sleep for the best life. So that's my yoga to sleep tagline, better sleep for the best life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can be found at www.yogatosleep.com, yoga, the number two, sleep.com. You know, Pam, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us today. I know that I find sleep is is so precious, and -hmm. I know that our listeners do too. And so having some of these tips to take a hold of, I hope our listeners take a hold of one or two or three or all of them and realize that it is in our own control to be able to take a healthier approach to both sleep hygiene and practice and communication and be our better selves. So I I love your tagline that you just mentioned, you know, better sleep is a a highly valued commodity these days. And we do need sleep. More sleep is how we've titled this program. So thank you so much for sharing everything with us. Thank you as well. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be on. We will be back next Tuesday with another terrific show for you. You're listening to Military Network Radio, and we'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com. And in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance your...